Hi guys, this episode is going to be really, really quick because I I didn't eat my snack. So let me dive into today's topic. Uh, judging by the title, I'm sure you guys already know what we're going to be talking about. Today we're going to be talking about comfort zones and I literally decided this about 20 minutes ago and I was like, Lord, you got to put it on my heart, whatever you want me to talk about today. And I'm in a season of discomfort and so I thought... There's nothing better to do this evening, this fine Wednesday evening, than to really speak into my life, especially, because I think that when I talk about things that are happening, sometimes I come and, you know, just dump on you guys, and I do really want to be optimistic, because I think that's how I'm going to get through this season, and I know that in speaking to myself... And hopefully hearing it back, I'll be able to affirm it for myself. So this episode's dedicated to me. And also to anyone else who is experiencing a season of discomfort. Or for future reference, if you ever do, you can always come back to this. So I'm going to try and get into it so it's not too short of an episode. Um, Oh my god, I did not even introduce myself. If you're new, (laughs) hi. My name is Celine and welcome back to, or welcome to, please don't leave the table. It's a it's a podcast where we talk about important things that need to be talked about that aren't talked about so yeah that was a very shitty description but I spent ages writing a description for the podcast so go and read that and then you can come back to this um comfort zones right so right now like I said I'm in a season of discomfort and it's also brings on feelings of confusion or like like I'm stuck or I'm lost And I don't necessarily know which way to turn to. Like, I'm just kind of like, what's going on? That's the season of my life that I'm in. And judging from past situations, I know that I tend to stay here, like stay stuck and not risk anything for the sake of predictability. Because I feel like when I'm in a season of discomfort, allowing myself to be anxious or falling into depression falling into isolation, dissociation, I can tend to stay there for a really long time because it's something that happens so often for me that it's familiar and I kind of know what I'm going to get out of it. Like if I lean into my anxiety, I know what's going to make me anxious. I know how anxious I'm going to feel or like I know how depressed I am and I know how my depression feels. I can just lay in bed and feel comfortable in that space because it's predictable and sometimes you do need that. Sometimes you just need a day to like lay in bed and be in that sort of familiarity of whatever you're going through in your situation and whatever your vices might be. But I really wanted to challenge myself today to 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 have a really proactive approach to this and n- realize that like okay hey this is a situation and I feel uncomfortable but how can I try my best to make it weigh a little bit less on my life and to progress and to keep going and to keep moving forward in my life as opposed to staying stuck because nothing changes if nothing changes and I think in the past I have patterns of just staying stuck and then waiting for the season to pass as like instead of progressing and working through the situation And then gaining that skill of, hey, I've been there before. Hey, I've done that before. Hey, this has happened to me before. And I've made it out and I know what tactics I need to use. I know where my head should be. I know who I need to lean on if anything like this happens in the future. Or 
I can give advice if this happens to someone else. So that's the approach that we're taking today, which is very good, very optimistic. And I do think that this is largely because of therapy, um, which is another thing I've been doing for the last eight weeks. So I will do another entire episode on that. But based on comfort zones, it's something that we talked about in today's session. So I felt like it was very relevant to talk about. Anyways, I'm going to get back into this. So... (laughs) I'm like, yeah, the episode's going to be short, but here I am rambling. I touched on feeling stuck and in comfort zones, they can be so dangerous because there's no growth there. There's no challenge. There's no movement. There's no progression. There's no like standard that you can kind of look back on and be like, hey, I've been through this, done this, etc., etc. Some examples um, that I'm going to give you guys are things that I am currently facing within the season of discomfort or even just in general this year. So the first thing is going to the gym and pushing myself to exercise. Now, I feel at a good place with where my body is and and how it appears, but I'm not at a good place with how my body feels. Like, I just ran up the stairs and I was puffed out like five minutes before I started recording this and I started it puffed out. So (laughs) that's really bad. That's not good. And I really know that I need to exercise just for my brain and for my mental health and it makes me feel good when I'm in consistent um consistent seasons of exercising and consistent movement and all of that kind of stuff so um I know that being in public by myself as well is another thing like I hate to do it and it's really weird and really strange because I was talking to my therapist about how I don't judge people when they're by themselves when people are by themselves I'm more than likely thinking that is so cool someone's having dinner by themselves someone bought themselves to the movies that's so cool someone's shopping by themselves that's awesome I'm it's always usually really really good in my like in the way I look at it But then when I'm by myself, I'm like, everyone's looking at me. Everyone thinks I'm such a loser. Everyone thinks I have no friends. Like, why am I eating by myself? This is the most embarrassing thing. I should have just cooked and stayed at home and eaten at home. And it's really strange that that's the way that my brain works. Because what the hell? That makes no sense. There's no correlation between the two. But that's just how I interpret when people look at me and I'm like by myself. So that's another thing that makes me uncomfortable. Another thing could be applying for jobs or pitching myself in terms of creativity, like going for jobs. It's like coming to the tail end of my degree where I feel like I need to be pitching myself. I need to be building a portfolio. I need to be doing all of that sort of stuff. And I'm finding it very, very hard to pitch for myself because I have this inner self-doubt that's like, oh my God, but what if it's not good enough? Or like, what if I come in as a beginner and it's fine? Like, Being a beginner at podcasting, being a beginner at YouTube, whatever it is that I've done in the past, like I'm so fine with that because I've literally been using the standard of myself. Like, oh, I'm getting better because I can edit faster or I'm getting better because my editing flows better. I'm getting better because I can sit and record and talk to myself for an hour if I want to. Those are all like little checkpoints that I have for myself. But I feel like when you become a creative in the industry, so much of what people has to say actually really, really matters. And so I'm kind of afraid of being smushed, of being crushed, of my confidence being swayed. And I think that that's because I don't yet have that ability with myself to just 
push and to pitch as best as I can and to pitch knowing that I am the shit at what I do and I am able to offer any place of work, any person, any client the best of what they can pay for or what they want out of me. Another thing um, that I've experienced before that I'm actually really actively working on at the moment is not trying as hard as I possibly can in uni or in like little tasks and stuff. And just because I'm, you know, I don't want to be uncomfortable. Like I don't want to be sitting there for eight hours with my back hurting and like my eyes are sore and I have a headache and I have an in because I'm studying so hard. Like the idea of that, I'm like, ew, that's gross. Why would I put myself through that? Um that's also another uncomfortable thing you know or if I'm like in the middle of Netflix and like I'm watching something and I am really in the thick of it but I have like a little quiz that's due at the end of the night like sometimes I'll really settle because I'm comfortable on the couch physically and I don't want to you know get up and go to my desk and finish off the quiz that I have to do for tonight it's little things like that um or maybe I'm like oh I just got home from work and I'm just chilling and I just took a shower and now I'm laying in bed and my little electric blanket is on and my friend says hey do you want to hang out tonight and I'm just like "Mm, no no thank you even though I'm like I would love to be more social that's one of my goals for the years I wanted to go out more I wanted to do more I want to like do stuff with my life because I'm 21 and this should be like the most interesting season of my life like I should be doing a lot of things I should be doing everything I should be working all day partying all night like never sleep (laughs) that's just how I, I feel like you know I should be doing more at least maybe not like super crazy like what I just mentioned but just doing stuff I think is very very important so I might just be like oh but I'm already in bed and I'm already in I don't want to get changed I don't want to drive well, like, I don't want to get an uber etc etc and then that I'd just be like no thank you sorry I'm busy sorry I'm working um yeah like all of those things that I've just mentioned are little things that probably seem very harmless when you just like consider them but then when you kind of add up your own individual list and look at all of the things that you are uncomfortable doing but that you wish like if your best version of yourself were to wake up and have their day I was gonna say her day because I'm talking about myself but if your best version of yourself was to wake up and have their day what would it look like are they gymming are they hanging out with friends and being social are they being productive are they not procrastinating and getting all their tasks done are they you know making time for self-care are they doing things alone to promote independence are they exercising I think I already mentioned that uh and now I'm going in a circle so I'm going to stop there but like you guys get the picture like that's the kind of thing that I think is so important is that those little things that you think would make up the best version of yourself what do they look like and how can you implement them and when you think about how you can implement them in your own life it often makes you think I can't be bothered that's a lot of effort it's a lot of effort to wake up at seven in the morning it's a lot of effort for me to pack up my stuff and go to the gym it's a lot of effort for me to start my assignments on time when I would much rather just procrastinate and stress at the last minute because I quote-unquote work better under stress these are things I've said I do not work better under stress I would much rather just sit there on time do my assignment slowly with no pressure at all enjoy doing the assignment because I have no pressure at all 
hand it in and then go back to doing fun stuff. I would much rather do it, be doing that. But for some reason, because I've done it since high school and I've been doing it in my first three years of uni, I'm just like, uh, I can't be bothered to start it on time and I work better under stress. Nobody works better under stress. Okay. There are people who can function well under pressure, but no one functions best under stress. That's just a bad habit. I'm calling you out and also myself because there are tons of assignments and things that I haven't started yet. <sighs> anyway. Um, and the thing about a lot of these things is that they're not super difficult. Like they're not super life changing, life altering that it would require so much out of you. But I know that if I can suffer being uncomfortable and perhaps even scared in some of these environments, I could really flourish and succeed in so many ways. And I could really take those steps to be that better version of myself. There are so many opportunities and chances that I feel like I turned down that could have possibly changed my life or could have led me to meet new people that could have, you know, changed everything for me but because I didn't feel like a I could qualify or I was doubting myself or b that I know the experience would make me uncomfortable or scared or could possibly humiliate me or I could be anxious the whole time like that those things used to just deter me from trying anything new or trying anything that I knew would be better for me but I just didn't want to be uncomfortable and so I kind of wanted to remind myself today that there's only so much to be gained by trying and it's uncomfortable, but it can be so, so good for you. It can be the thing that you need to just give you that bit of an edge. It could be the thing that you need that will help you like come to a revelation in your life where you're like, oh my gosh, why didn't I do this from the beginning? It wasn't actually that hard. And in saying that, it that is so true like when you actually go and do the thing you're like oh it wasn't actually that hard I just made it out to be this huge mountain in my head and then when I went to do it I was like what was I so scared about or you know I was like so nervous about this and like now I'm fine and I kind of want to have like two little stories I have two little mini stories about times when I have come out of my comfort zone and it has actually worked so First one, my friend had come to perform in Sydney for a concert and well, it was her concert, but she came to perform in Sydney pretty much. And I had never seen her live. So I was like, I need to be there. Like I need to go. And I went and I went by myself. And this was not intentional. I was going with someone until the last minute and then they couldn't come anymore. And I had to go by myself because I was like, I can't miss this show like yes I want to stay home yes I want to like go with someone and I can't find anyone to like go with me and I don't want to be alone and I I feel like I'd be such a loser if I go to a concert by myself like I still pushed myself to go and while I was there I literally had a panic attack I went to the bathroom and I was like I'm here alone and everyone's here with a friend and I just want to go home and I never should have come and this is what I get for coming out of my comfort zone like I hate it here I'm never doing this again and then I had a shot of tequila. And then I was fine. <laughs> now, I'm not condoning the use of alcohol, okay, for bringing yourself out of your comfort zone. However, and you might say that this, this doesn't count because I had had a shot of tequila. But when I had that shot of tequila, it gave me the edge that I needed to 
keep being there and then I started to have actual fun and sober up and whatever but I was having fun I made some friends I was talking to people it was a great experience I got you know the best out of that night that I would have gotten if I had just stayed at home and done nothing and it was good for me to be there for my friend to support her and to be with her for this experience as well so I felt like that was now it is a a thing I can use in the future, a little benchmark that I can be like, hey, I did this before. I can just, I can do that again. And now that like I've done it, I feel like I can go to another concert on my own and actually not need alcohol this time, not need a shot of anything and really, really just genuinely enjoy myself. So that was little anecdote number one. Number two, um, I, oh, what was my second one? Oh, this is really going to annoy me. Okay, for some reason, I genuinely can't remember my second story. I should have written that down. Anyway, I'm just going to keep going. And if it comes back to me, it comes back to me. But I, I genuinely have forgotten. It just like slipped my mind. Why has this happened to me? I don't understand. I do not understand why this has happened. Oh, okay. Anyways, we're going to continue. Um, so there's a lot of peace in comfort. There's familiarity in it, but ultimately there's resentment one way or another. And that that was said by Celine. That's a quote. Oh my God, I have my own quote. I'm going to repeat it again. There's peace in the comfort. There's familiarity in it. But ultimately there's resentment one way or another. Now, if you don't know what I mean by this, this is the one thing that I wrote down. Thank goodness, because I was not going to remember that. And I want to kind of explain this a bit further for people who don't understand. Because when I first wrote it down, I was like, what am I on about? And then I kind of kept writing and like used the quote to try to explain some scenarios. So I'm going to give you the scenarios and hopefully it will all mesh together in your brain the way it has in mine. Example number one, based on like the comfort zones that I have. I might not study because I'm comfortable watching Netflix and then I'll, sorry, I might not study because I'm comfortable watching Netflix and then wind up resenting myself for the lack of good grades or the fact that I'm stressed because I'm handing in an assignment last minute. I have resentment for myself. Yes, it's peaceful to watch Netflix. Yes, it's familiar for me to watch Netflix. But ultimately, I wind up saying to myself, I'm lazy. I'm not good at anything. I'm not smart. I have bad grades. Or I can be super, super stressed and want to have a breakdown and want to cry just before handing an assignment in. That would have otherwise been fine for me if I had started earlier or didn't procrastinate. Example number two. I might not want to exercise or eat well. I might not, sorry. I might not want to exercise and eat well, but I'll hate myself when I look in the mirror and don't like what I see. And there's something about in January making a commitment to, hey, I want to feel better. For me, it's not really about appearance, like I said before. But in January, I might have said to myself, I want to incorporate more exercise because I need that sort of serotonin, the dopamine that comes from exercising to help me to feel better and more confident about myself and feel out my body a little bit more and feel like I'm really in my body and I'm present and I'm mindful about it. 
And then I might get to December, realize I've done none of that and resent myself for the little daily decisions I made when I was like, oh, I don't have time. Oh, it's raining. Oh, I can't. Oh, I could go for a walk, but I'm going to go to the gym later. And then when later comes, I don't want to go to the gym because it's too late and I'm too tired from the day. It's the constant putting off of that thing that's familiar to me to put off, that's peaceful for me to put off, right? And then at the end of the year, there's resentment for myself. And I say, I'm lazy. I'm worthless. I can never complete a goal. I can never amount to anything because I couldn't even do this simple goal that I had for myself. I might not go out with friends and then I might resent the fact that I have no new memories or experiences to speak on. Again, same thing. January, I might be like, this is the year where I'm going to go to every single beach and I'm going to go hiking every Saturday and I'm going to go out to dinner with my friends and I'm going to go to the bar and I'm going to go to the club and we're going to go for trips and we're going to do all of this. And instead, throughout the year, I come home from work, I get dressed for bed, I'm lying in my bed, my electric blanket's on, skincare is done, and no, I don't want to go out. Or not even that I don't want to go out, but no, I can't be bothered. I genuinely cannot be bothered to leave the bed. And even though it would take me being uncomfortable and I'm stepping out of my warm bed into the cold and I got to change and I got to put my makeup on and then remember to do my skincare later on when I come back from the evening and I got to drive there and I got to dress up and I've got to be social. I can't be bothered. And then so at the end of the year, I'm like, I have no new memories. What did I do all year? Nothing. Oh. And this cycle is so bad for your self-esteem. It is, for me especially, it, it really hits me and it makes my life so miserable. When I look back on and say that I didn't live my life to the fullest, I didn't do the things that were of a priority to me because they were... I was comfortable in the moment. I didn't want to be uncomfortable. I didn't want to be working out. I didn't want to be sweaty. I didn't want to be cold. I didn't want to wear makeup. I didn't want to speak. I didn't want to pay for food. It's, And I'm not saying that like when you have a bad day or when you have a tiresome day, you should go out and like exhaust your social battery. That is not at all what I'm saying. But I feel like everyone needs to have the discernment to know that like, hey, right now I'm just being comfortable. And right now, I'm drained. There's a difference. If I'm drained, I know that going out won't pour into me and I won't pour into the people I'm going out with. So I'm staying home so I can recharge. That is being drained. Being in your comfort zone looks a little bit more like, I can't be bothered. I don't want to go out into the cold. I don't want to do X, Y, Z. I don't want to get dressed. I don't want to. I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered. I'm just being lazy a little bit. I can't want to just watch Netflix. I might not pursue my creative ventures and then I'll wind up hating myself, being envious or hating on someone who's actually doing the hard work and the scary work to succeed. I would not, I'm not, I can't even, I can't even go into detail with this one. I can't even go, like, because it will trigger me. I will trigger myself. But I, look, I'm not going to lie to you. I do this so often. 
I'm like, I really want the podcast to be great and I want to start a community of people who really are able to communicate with their feelings and really open up about things and to normalize things and I want to do this because it makes me feel good and then I can let myself out and I can express myself creatively and I want to make this video for someone and I want to do YouTube and I want to do that and I want to do this and I want to start a business and I want to do that and in comfortability for the peace that it gives for the familiarity that it gives, for the comfort that it gives, it is not worth the level of self-hatred that I experience when I look back and realize I haven't done anything. I haven't done a podcast episode consistently. I haven't put up a video on YouTube in a year. I haven't pitched myself for a new opportunity. And then I resent myself and I say, well, it's because I'm not creative enough. It's because I'm not made for this. It's because I, I, I have the wrong equipment. It's because X, Y, Z. And it's just so exhausting to get to the end of something like a year, 365 whole days, each with 24 hours in it and realize you've gone nowhere. And so I really do speak to myself when I say this and I'm like, I need to get my shit together. For the sake of not hating myself at the end of the year. I want to look back on everything that I've done and be like, oh my gosh, this was hard and it was difficult, but it was so worth it and it's so rewarding and I feel so proud of myself and I I can trust myself and I'm reliant on myself because I've seen myself show up for this thing day in and day out. I've seen myself show up for my friends day in and day out. I'm making new memories. I'm exercising. My brain feels good. My body feels good. My spirit feels good. Like I want to be able to say that. I want to have no doubt in my mind that I've done everything that I possibly could to grow and to develop as a human being. A breakup is uncomfortable and scary. But ultimately, it's going to make you stronger. You bring lessons, you bring new love, you bring a new fresh pair of eyes to a new relationship and then that one becomes better than your last and and you can do that or you you make friends and then you realize that these friends aren't the ones that you need but you're kind of comfortable there because you don't want to be lonely but if you were lonely you'd be uncomfortable you'd be scared you might even be bored for a little bit of time but then you get to know yourself and then you make friends that suit you better and life gets better and you've seen some growth there I personally don't want to be stuck forever and it's these cycles and these habits of like nothing changing so nothing's changing and so it means that I suck that cycle is really 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 detrimental and it only really just goes around in a circle and it repeats the cycle with everything else and you feel worthless and your self-esteem is so low because of comfort such a little tiny problem So I want to encourage myself to really think about and reflect on what's important to me and what I want to carry out for the next four months of the year and really actively work to showing up to each of those areas with as much positivity as I can. And I challenge you all, if you're in the same space, to get up and do the thing. 
that you've been pushing back. Get up and do the thing that makes you uncomfortable. If you're in the cycle of resentment and and these patterns that are really bad for your self-esteem, get up and do it differently. I believe in you. I believe in me. I believe in us. And I do really want to hear about your experiences with this, so definitely reach out if you feel like it. And you'll see me or hear from me. I always mess this up. You'll hear from me next week. I promise you of that. And now I actually have to do it. So wish me luck. I'm wishing you luck. You guys are always in my thoughts. Thank you for your support. Um, Thank you for your love. I pray that coming out of your comfort zone brings you everything that you want in this lifetime. And I encourage you to be kind to yourself, to be kind to other people, and to keep showing up as who you want to be in this world. I love you, and I'll see you next week.